war. War never changes. What's up, Wastelanders? Boys and girls, prepare to be astounded, bedazzled, and otherwise stupefied. <laughs> you talk a lot. Sound funny when you talk like a stupid human. <laughs> I am online once again. Tremble, world, before my electric heating coil of doom. <laughs> What's up, Wastelanders? Just a very quick intro from KDB here today. I'm one of your hosts of Tapes from the Wastes, and this is going to be a very brief mini-tape episode, which we've done a few of these in the past, and often if I find time has been... If I find time has been a little restricted between the recording of episodes and the production that I put into them, you know, adding all the sounds and things like that, um, I, I just do one of these quick sort of mini-lore dumps... Uh, mini tape as I call them just to you know keep keep the fallout goodness flowing so um, yeah thanks for tuning in it's just a brief sort of 10 minute episode today and uh, we're focusing on liberators those uh, pesky little things from fallout 76 before we get to the lore though I just thought I'd give a quick update on some gameplay nothing extensive this episode as I say it's just going to be a brief one so we had the new update for Fallout 76 the new season is here and the aliens arrived and we had the alien specific event now the, the reason I wanted to talk about this is because I didn't get to experience the alien event um, so it was on for two weeks and yeah I played I jumped onto Fallout 76 three different times across the first week and I was running around looking for the event, trying to do the event and I, I encountered some aliens which is pretty cool and I unlocked the challenges, you know, you've got to, uh, I think the challenges were, were kill them and take a picture as well. So I did that, I did those which is quite fun, I thought design wise absolutely fantastic, loved it, people that know me know that I'm a huge huge sci-fi and uh, not not a huge sci-fi fan I mean you know I like sci-fi but you know aliens in particular anything to do with aliens I just I go absolutely nuts for it I love it so I love that aliens are a big part of Fallout it was cool to see the Zaytans uh, here in you know back again and then the these sort of new ones which I don't think we've seen before this this new design and then the drones these cool little drone things all brilliant all lovely um but the event itself, uh, yeah, I didn't, I didn't do it because I played Fallout those three different occasions. I think all three times I played for just shy of an hour. Uh, I def, I didn't play for an hour, and then I put a tweet out on the tapes account asking, "How do you activate the event?" And people were very quick to inform me that, like some of the others, it appears at the top of the hour. So I felt like a complete idiot. And yeah, because I guess every time I played, uh, the event had just finished and then I played for like 40 minutes and I just missed it. I just missed the event. It's just incredibly bad timing on my part. And I've said before on the podcast that my windows of opportunity for gaming can sometimes be incredibly uh, narrow, uh, incredibly small. Yeah, I don't get a lot of time for gaming, unfortunately. You know, there, there are some days when I'll get a good... Some evenings where I'll get a good couple of hours in if I'm lucky. And then, to be honest with you, uh, more recently I've been playing a lot of Elden Ring, too. Um, 
but any time that I was jumping back into Fallout, I guess, yeah, I just missed the, I missed the, the event because it's timed. Um, and I don't know what to make about that. I mean, personally, I was quite gutted because I would have liked to play it. And sure, I could, you could say I could, I could make the extra effort and, you know, make sure that I'm playing at the top of the hour. I could do that. Um, I don't think I should have to. That's kind of where I stand on that. It's frustrating that um, I know it's a live game, a live service game, and it's an online game. But you know, it's weird because I I don't play it as a live service game. I play it as like the offline Fallout games. That's what's so strange about it. So I think I'm just kind of wired to. If I play Fallout, I can you know I can switch it on and I can basically participate and do whatever I want. And to be locked down to these time windows is, you know, it's it's not that it's bad, it's just it doesn't work for me. Um, it makes it difficult for me to enjoy and take part, which is a shame because I really wanted to get involved. And yeah, all right, I could have just not played Elden Ring one night, but I'm sorry, I was really enjoying Elden Ring. So <laughs> yeah, so it's, it's kind of six to one and half a dozen of the other. It's partly my fault. But yeah, I don't like being tied to having to play events uh, that only happen at a certain time of day. Um, that's just for me, because sometimes I can only get on for 30 minutes and just have a quick quick gaming sesh, and that's it. And then I can't play again until the next day, um, or a couple of days later. So, so yeah, I just kind of wanted to get that off my chest, because I, I did get to experience some of, the, uh, some of the new Alien stuff. I bumped into the Men in Black dude a couple of times. Uh, I guess that quest line goes somewhere if you keep bumping into him, so I'm intrigued to see what that is. Hopefully that's not tied to... Uh, a certain time of the day um, um, and what else was I gonna say yeah so I just played I just played a little bit of 76 just here and there but we have mostly mostly been playing Elden Ring and this is not an Elden Ring podcast so I'm not gonna get into it but uh, it's a pretty good game <laughs> yeah pretty good game very addictive um, that'll do for the gameplay um, we'll definitely have an extended gameplay section for the next episode Eric will obviously chime in with his gameplay as well and yeah, we'll go over the next the Fallout news on the next episode as well. Today is just a quick mini tape, quick lore, quick update from us. Nice and easy. It's it's your snacks snack sized uh, Fallout lore. So I do hope you enjoy it. Um, have you ever looked into Liberators? Do you know how they came about? And do you know all the details about how they operate? Well, strap in because you're about to find out in this mini tape of Tapes from the Wastes. Please enjoy. Liberators were small pre-war drones used by the People's Liberation Army. These military infiltration and attack robots were weak and ineffective, and became a joke among American soldiers who were forced to waste ammunition on them. A team of researchers at the covert Fujinia intelligence base in Appalachia decided to improve their design. The inferior Liberator prototype was revamped in numerous ways. The new Liberator series, designated Mark 025, had an intimidating paint job and a set of speakers designed to spout propaganda. These propaganda messages would boost the morale of friendly forces while slapping that of their foes. 
The spontaneous denotation caused by capture avoidance systems was resolved in the new model, alongside a large number of improvements to its weapon systems. The low-powered laser that maimed instead of killing targets was replaced with a high-powered version, while an additional spinning blade was added to give it an edge in melee engagements. Attempts to provide it with a deployment capability, allowing it to attack and deploy as a mobile turret on any surface, were postponed until the next version, then Mark VI. The new model liberators were inexpensive to manufacture and easy to deploy via the facility's large launch bays disguised as smokestacks. The design was submitted to party leadership as a proposal for use in vanguard forces for the invasion of the contiguous United States. The improved bot was accepted, with additional funding provided for further covert field testing in Appalachia and the establishment of an automated factory in Fujinia. I think I've said that right, Fujinia. They were deployed by air across the United States, but the Great War broke out before any invasion occurred. After the Great War, the Enclave seized control of the facility, eliminated the holdouts and secured the technology. President Thomas Eckhart later deliberately unleashed them on Appalachia in an attempt to trick the DEFCON system into raising the alert status. By 2102, many liberators continued to function across Appalachia. They were used to spread Chinese propaganda, which can be looted from their inventories, and broadcast motivational phrases too. The short exclamations uttered by liberators are in Mandarin and difficult to understand due to the high degree of audio distortion. Many of them are motivational like, we must not stop, or revolution is a must. These robots were designed to be dropped from aircraft, after which they would autonomously attack any non-Chinese units they found, using rudimentary onboard weapons and IFF modules. The Liberator shell is optimised for air delivery and protects its internals from damage. Liberators are designed to operate in swarms, networked together. They ping each other whenever they see something interesting, leaving a small security loophole. The security loophole can be exploited by engineers familiar with the Chinese technology to track down different pieces of Chinese tech. Specifications A Liberator is shaped like an artillery shell, with four panels around the sides that can be extended outward from the main body and used as legs for movement. The top end of the Liberator conceals four blades that allow it to perform slashing attacks or glide short distances, crashing into its targets. The Liberator chassis is painted two tones of blue with a red star emblazoned around the machine's eye. The body is labelled with some Chinese characters meaning Drunken Dragon Point a reference to the machine's erratic flying attack and extendable hidden spike. Its eye is capable of firing a weak laser and it often vocalises in Chinese when attacking. A liberator can also fly in the air and pull its legs in, lunging at an enemy to attack with its central spike and the spinning blades hidden in its chassis. Characteristics Liberators are fragile enemies that pose little threat. However, they are small and fast, which makes them stealthy and hard to target. They can attack at a range with their laser or close in on a target, jump up and slice with the blades concealed in their chassis. Their short height makes it easier for them to evade detection, though they cannot attack enemies that are behind even moderately sized obstacles. Liberators are usually encountered in groups, and in some locations, like the Fujinia intelligence base, they can lie in a dormant state to appear as though they are deactivated to ambush unsuspecting targets and catch them off guard. Variants 
Liberators share a single model and there is no meaningful difference in gameplay attributes between them, beyond increased health pools and damage dealt. They only go up to Mark V, but designs for Mark VI were created at the intelligence base. These were never put into production, but they were going to replace the Mark V and solve numerous problems that plagued the other models. Liberators can be found outside Vault 76, spawning down the steps near the parking lot. They can also be found at Mama Dolce's food processing plant, the Fujinia intelligence base that we mentioned, the Deep, Summersville, Tigart water treatment and Charleston train yard. Liberators are tied to a number of quests in Fallout 76, including Destroy the Liberator, Destroyed Liberators, Destroy Liberators with a Commie Whacker, and Destroy Assorted Robots, which are some of the challenges that you find in the weekly or the lifetime list. And of course, Liberators are only found in Fallout 76. What do you think of the Liberators? I personally find them quite annoying. I remember even the first time I played Fallout 76, I was just like, well, these things are annoying. <laughs> that was my first initial, initial reaction to them. Um, just with their little noises and, um, you know, the lasers that they shoot at you. Um, and yeah, you can get up close to do up close combat with them and then they jump in the air and sort of get you turned around. And yeah, they can be, they can be a real pain to deal with. Um, nothing deadly, but yeah, they can be annoying. <laughs> I hope you enjoyed that little mini tape on Liberators. We'll be back very soon with an extended lore episode, of course. Uh, sorry it's taking so long. Obviously, life gets in the way. But I hope you enjoyed the, the little info there on those spidery, annoying robots that you see roaming around Appalachia. Um, hopefully, you learned something today. We'll be back again soon. Until then, stay safe out there, Wanderers. Finished. Back to work now. Comrade.